Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello friends! It is a beautiful, lovely day here where I am and I just came back from a walk. And I am ready and energized to give you guys a blast of an episode. So today for episode 2 of season 3, I'm going to talk about why hire a coach. Yes, because some people have the false idea that coaches are only for elite athletes. For people who are like CEOs or CFOs, surely coaches are not for ordinary people like me, they think. Well, I'm here to tell you why. Now, some of my clients, when they come to me, first of all, they are aware that there's a problem. As one client said to me, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And that's so true. And that's the first step, is to be conscious and to be aware that, hey, my life right now is currently not the life that I want to be living. And I believe that there is more. There is more for me. There is more to life than this. And I believe that I can reach that. I just don't know how exactly, but I can find out. And actually, getting a coach is one of the ways that you can stretch yourself and try to reach for what's possible for you. Now, secondly, behavior is symptomatic of a system. So any lasting change that you want to make in your life will require the system, which in your case is your mindset. And in doing so, your actual brain neurons have to change in order for your behavior to change. And with behavior comes habits, comes your subconscious mind and your subconscious programming. Because we are all socially conditioned, be it by our family of origin, by our teachers, by the friends that we surround ourselves with, to behave in a certain way. Thirdly, do you actually know how to create this change? Now, change is a three-step process. Number one, for most of us, we found ourselves quite dysregulated. There are things that so-called trigger us, that cause us to feel really upset. So first of all, I teach my clients how to stop panicking and freaking out. Second of all, I teach them how to source the data, the information that they need from their emotions, their feelings, and their logic. Now, There's a researcher called Damasio who said using your emotions and your feelings enables you to develop new mental capabilities. And I truly believe this is everyone's superpower. And I teach my clients how to tap into this superpower. Now, Damasio also believed that there's a difference between emotions and feelings. Emotions are of the body. Sometimes you feel it first. For example, you know how Peter Parker has that spidey sense where things are tingling and he's like, hmm, things are not quite right here and I can't pinpoint exactly why. That is emotions, where we feel it in our body, where the little hairs at the back of our neck stand up and go, hmm, the atmosphere has changed. Things are more electrified. What's wrong here? And you feel tension in your muscles. Now, Damasio believed that feelings come once you have a thought attached to that emotion. 
So your feelings are more like, I feel scared. I feel tense. I feel upset. And you can only feel that feeling once you have a thought associated with it. Now, I teach my clients how to feel all their emotions, to process it, and how to examine the feelings and the thoughts that they have. And also, not to forget, don't disregard your emotions, feelings, or logic. You can actually use all of these to make the best decisions. And this is the third part of the three-step process. Use all three to make a decision that you love. Love your reasons is what I always tell my clients. Decision-making is a funny thing. So let me go into depth here exactly about how we as humans are meant to make decisions. Now, Damasio actually did more research and he found out that the emotional part of your brain, the limbic system, for people where there were lesions in this area of their brain, sure, they had less emotions, but these people took forever to make decisions. They took like 30 minutes just to answer a simple question he found. So get this, emotions actually help you make decisions faster and easier, which is quite contrary to what we think, right? So many times you are thinking like, oh, don't be so emotional. You should be more rational and use your logic to make decisions. However, Damasio found that that's not true. As humans, we are feeling creatures. We are meaning-making creatures. We are meant to utilize all our resources, which includes our emotions and our feelings, to make decisions. Because that is where our superpower lies. So Damasio further said that emotions are truly an expression of homeostatic regulatory systems. Basically, what this means is the human body and every system that we have working for us, our digestive system, the system that enables us to build bones, pump blood, everything, we are all made of systems. Now, your body always wants to come to a balance. It really wants to come back to a balance. So let's say you are calm, you're sitting down or you're lying down. Your heartbeat is at a certain rate and maybe you ate lunch or a meal two hours ago. Your body, there's energy in your system and everything's working fine. And then only when you feel like, oh, I need to run. I need to run for the bus. There's something urgent. There's a phone call. I need to rush to the hospital. And then different systems perk up and then you gain more energy based on those emotions and you take action. But always towards the end, your body wants to return to the original set point, to when you're feeling calm again and your heart rate is more regular. So that is what homeostatic is. It's coming back to where your normal is. So in this sense, Damasio says, emotions are essential for survival. Basically, when you feel an emotion, you get information on whether you should approach, whether you should avoid, whether this increases your appetite, or whether you should withdraw and not touch something that might be poisonous or might actually do you harm. So, these emotions enable you to avoid predators, to scare predators, or to lead to food or sex, which is all essential for the survival of the human race. And as such, the use of emotions 
is a basic mechanism to make decisions without reason or logic. So the human body does all of this, decides to run, decides to flee, decides to shout and scream and wave their hands in the air. Example, if you want to scare a bear away, all of this happens without you thinking logically. Your heartbeat, you're panicking, your prefrontal cortex shuts down. And yet, you are still able to carry out actions that help you survive. Why is that? Well, that's all because you are a feeling creature. You have emotions. And thanks to those emotions and the wisdom of your body, and as one of my trauma trainers used to tell me, she used to say that your nervous system is the most elite special ops force in the world. It can detect things before your rational brain can. And that is your superpower. So emotions play a key role in reasoning and decision making. However, it's quite unfortunate that we are conditioned to think that emotions is usually a criticism that suggests somebody lacks good judgment when that is actually the opposite. So I teach my clients this. I teach my clients to use the wisdom of their body together with rational, logical thought in order to make the best decisions for themselves. And I can guide you to this. Let me leave you with five commonalities of very successful people. Now, success can be defined in many different ways. And these people have many different types of successes. Monetary, fulfillment, contentment. But they all have these five things in common. Number one, they succeed at changing both their mindset and behavior. Number two, they become keen and focused observers of their own thoughts, emotions and behaviors and learn to use these as information. They see the agenda that's driving them and not just the agenda they are driving. Number three, changes to their mindsets are always in the direction of seeing and feeling more possibilities. Expansion, my friends. Spaces that people had previously thought they could not or should not enter because it's out of reach or dangerous are now fully accessible and available to them. All of a sudden, they just see possibilities. Number four, they take focus risks and build a new set of muscles and metrics around assumptions based on actual rather than imagined data about the consequences of their new actions. If they want to try something because they think, hey, wouldn't that be a cool skill to learn? Wouldn't it be cool to climb that mountain or go to this foreign country? Wouldn't it be cool to aim for my business to earn seven figures next year? Wouldn't it be cool where I can quit my job? And all of a sudden, the anxiety around the initial adaptive challenge is reduced, if not eliminated, while the experiences of pleasure significantly increase. And last but not least, number five, they experience increased mastery, more options, wider control, and greater degrees of freedom. Now, I do want to mention that some people are a little bit sensitive about the word control. They don't like that word. However, in this case, I do want to highlight that control here means 
You are captain of your own ship. You are not a boat without a sail that goes crashing along where the waves and the wind takes it. You are a captain of your own ship and you know how to keep the engine running and you steer your own ship where you want to. That is what I mean by having wider control. So for these people who achieved different kinds of successes through being able to develop new mental capabilities, mental capabilities that they've developed through coaching, they can actually bring these capabilities to other challenges. Your skills are transferable. You do not just have one solution to one problem. These skills are for life and you can extend this to any area of your life that you wish to, in your work and in your personal life. So, when you think that coaching is not for you, think again. Coaching is for everybody. The trick is, you have to find a coach that resonates with you. So go to their website, check out if they have a podcast, look at their Instagram, look to see if there's testimonials on their pages, be it Instagram or their website. Ask your friends, because you might be surprised who is actually receiving coaching, and they might recommend you to a person that changes your life. Okay, my friends, that's all for today. I hope you enjoy this episode and I'll see you next week. Bye.